Second uh, Chronicles chapter 29, verses 3 through 6. Then we're going to flip over to Second Chronicles 31, 3 through 6. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Translation. The Bible declares, in the first year of his reign, in the first of the month, he opened the doors of the Lord's temple and repaired them. Then he brought in the priests and Levites and gathered them in the eastern public square. He said to them, hear me, Levites, consecrate yourselves now and consecrate the temple of the Lord. The Lord God of your ancestors, remove every impure, remove everything impure from the holy place. For our fathers were unfaithful and did what was evil in the sight of the Lord our God. They abandoned him, turned their faces away from the Lord's dwelling place, and turned their backs on him. Second Chronicles 31, 3 through 6. The king contributed from his own possessions for the regular month, morning, and evening burnt offerings, the burnt offerings of the Sabbaths, of the new moon, and of the appointed feasts. Say, of the appointed feasts. As written in the law of the Lord, he told the people who lived in Jerusalem to get to give a contribution for the priests and Levites so that they could devote them their energy to the law of the Lord. When the word spread, said when the word spread, the Israelites gave liberally of the best of the grain, new wine, fresh oil, honey, and all the produce of the field, and they brought in abundance a tenth of everything. As for Israel, as for the Israelites and the Judah who lived in the cities of Judah, they also brought a tenth of the herds and flocks, a tenth of the dedicated things that were consecrated to the Lord their God. They gathered them in large piles. Somebody say large piles. In the third month, they began building up the piles and they finished in the seventh month. I want to talk about this morning for a few moments. Kingdom Reformation and the Feast of the Lord. Tell your neighbor, say, neighbor, we need kingdom reformation as it pertains, as it pertains to the feast of the Lord. You may be seated in the Lord's presence. There are many in the body of Christ who have, deport, who have departed from the order of the kingdom of God. But we know here at Refresh and also Refresh Nation, we live and operate by the kingdom of God and not by religion. It is for this reason that the body of Christ is in need of a reformation. Let us all say reformation. Reformation consists of two words, re, prefix re, and the word formation. The word re is a prefix and it means back again. Watch this, people of God. The word formation means the act of giving form or shape and taking form. God says he is reforming. He is reshaping and redeveloping the body of Christ back to kingdom order with his original intent. We learned on last week that during the shift conference that Pastor Brooks talked about that the church is God-made and not man-made. And we know that God has raised up Apostle Stephen A. Davis for such a time like this to restore the apostolic back to the body of Christ. We ought to give God praise for that, that we have a leader that is hearing the voice of God and doing what God says as he moves us back 
to the body of Christ pertaining that to the apostolic order. Say we need apostolic order. Say we need kingdom order. This is not the season, nor the place, nor the church to try to be an original. Can I help you refresh? You don't have to be an original. We need to be able just to copy what Apostle Stephen Davis does. Copy his faith. Copy how he lo- lives the, by the word. Copy how he loves God. Copy how he loves his family, love his wife. We need to learn how to copy what he's doing. I don't have time to be trying to be like somebody else. I've got somebody I can follow who is a great man of God. Am I talking about it? Somebody says it's a good time to be a carbon copy of the apostle. God, God told me that it's not only reformation needed as it relates to the fivefold ministry offices, but we also need a reformation as it relates to the feast of the Lord. On, on September the first, I stood before you on a Wednesday night and explain what the feast of the Lord are. And I've got good news this morning. Right now, we're still in the midst of Feast of Tabernacles, which is the seventh and final feast of 2021. The Lord told me this on Friday morning, son. He said 95% of the body of Christ do not at all honor nor recognize the feast of the Lord. But I'm glad Apostle Davis heard from the Lord and now we're in sync with heaven and God set time. I've come all the way from Malachi to tell you that we're in a Kairos moment. I said we're in a moment of God that you better not miss it. I don't care what has happened before you got here, but since you're here this morning, you start to line up with what God says. Say, neighbor, I'm in a Kairos moment. There are some things God's about to release over your life. I'm coming to your family. You ain't got to work for it. Just simply get in line. Am I talking about it? Somebody say, get in line. Get your rebellious hips out of the way and get in line. I said, get your your mouth out of the man of God and get in line. God said, it's time to get in line. Am I talking about it? Hallelujah, get in line. Watch this. A Kairos moment is different than a Kronos moment. Kairos means opportune, a fixed time. Let me just ask the room for a second. How many of you need something from God this morning? You're in the right place, the right church, with the right man of God at the right time. And God told me between now and the end of Tuesday, September 27th, he's about to blow your mind. I don't care what it is. If you've got faith for it, God said you can reach up and grab it. I'm going to pull down my joy, pull down my deliverance, pull down my healing. I'm going to pull it down. I said, pull it down. I'm going to make my marriage better. My child going to get in order. My job will get better. I'm going to pull it down. If you've got faith for it, God said he can do it. Say, I got faith for it. I got faith for it. All the hell I've been through. 
The shift has occurred. We got the breakthrough already. Watch, watch this. Watch this. When I think about Apostle Davis, Prophet Yolanda, we have a biblical pattern found in the King Hezekiah. The Bible says that Hezekiah was 25 years old when he became king of Jerusalem and reigned 29 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abijah, daughter of Zechariah. Look at verse 2 of chapter number 29. The Bible says he did what was right in the Lord's sight. Just as his ancestor David had done. Watch this refresh. Hezekiah, his name means Jehovah has made strong. His testimony was, he did what was right in the Lord's sight. If you're going to be a reformer in the kingdom of God, you got to be made strong by Jehovah and make a commitment to do what is right. I love this about Apostle Davis. He is committed to doing what is right. It does not matter what other folk do. Don't matter what Pastor Flapjack does. Or God said, but I'm thankful. Don't care what other folks say. But he's going to do what is right because he has a desire to please God. I think he said, I'm a, he's a straight stick. And you and I got to be straight sticks to walk with him or get our little quicker self out of the way so God can do what he wants to do. Oh, if you're crooked, then get straight. Hezekiah was, as Ahaz was, uh, Hezekiah's father, and his testimony was, the father's testimony was, Hezekiah's father's testimony was, he did not do right. Let me talk to the young folk for a moment. It doesn't matter what your parents do, especially if they're not living right. But you can decide to do right. You don't have to be bound by what they're doing. You can get to know the Lord for yourself and get on the Lord's side and do what is right. What a man at again. All the men, one more, more. What a man at? What a man at? Watch this. Can I help you, man? There's nothing being feminine to follow a great man of God or submit yourself under man of God. If you're going to be a kingdom-minded man, you've got to be under authority. And there are too many men in the body of Christ who's not under authority. But as far as me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I don't care who don't like it. Watch this. God says, and you think you've lost friends when you connect with Apostle Davis, but those folks weren't your friends no way. If they can't celebrate you now and encourage you now, then the hell with them because you don't need them. Tell your name, say men. Say men. As far as me in my house. We're going to serve God. We, we have. We have too many pastors and leaders 
who was trying to be popular. I didn't run for an office. I wasn't, he wasn't voted in. God put him here and God's going to keep him here. Why you want to be popular but don't have any power? Going through a form of godliness but having no power. I learned, I learned refresh a long time ago that I, I would rather impact people than try to impress people who don't like it anyway. Some of you all are worried about folk that don't like you anyway. They talk about you all the time. Who could care less about what they're saying? I got favor on my life. I went the man of God. I ain't going nowhere. I'm hooked up with him. So I want to impact people, not impress them. Look, look, look at verse 3, verse 3. The Bible says in the first year of his reign, he opened the doors of the Lord's temple and repaired them. See, reformers like Apostle Davis, they will make the Lord's house and the Lord's work a priority. Say a priority. That his first year in the first month he opened the doors of the Lord's temple which means which is a symbol that he invited God back to his house when God is in his house he brings his presence back into the house I was talking to uh, I remember every speaker last week during the shift conference made this comment that there's a presence of God in this place like they've never experienced anywhere else in the world. And I felt the same thing back in May when I first came. And on one of those mornings, I was sitting right back there in the very back when nobody was in here, and the Lord said, this house has been built by prayer, the word, and faith, and consecration. Here's our problem. I was telling Brother Ponder this morning. See, see, refresh. We take this for granted that God's presence dwells in this place and even on the grounds. Once we can say that as soon as he got at the airport in the car, he felt God in, 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 in Birmingham. That's because refresh is here in this place. mistake of getting too common with the man of God nor we don't want to take God's presence for granted most churches don't even have the presence of God let alone have God in them and God says son tell the folk this morning that as we honor him during these feast seasons, uh, we must also uh, make, make sure that the Lord's work is a priority. We, we, we need God's presence. And number two, we need to make his house and his work a priority. 
If you recall on last Thursday night, I'm sorry, Wednesday night, after Pastor Brooks shared and, and a power move of God, as folk came down to be filled with the Holy Ghost at the altar, that apostle looked at me and said, I want prayer to go start going forth every day at 6 a.m. except Tuesday for Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. As soon as I got home from Birmingham on Thursday morning, I made it a priority to contact all the pastors, all the apostles, created the schedule, prepared the communications. So now that you heard this morning and informed by informed the apostle by the end of Thursday afternoon, we're all set. I didn't make up no excuse. Well, I do it later. I just got back in town. My wife hadn't seen me in a couple days. I said, no, no, I made it a part. I got it done. This is a season to produce without excuse. Say, neighbor, we got to produce without excuse. Stop making up excuses and get yourself in line. Ask God to anoint you to give you wisdom, favor, and ability to do what the man of God says do. Say, make the Lord's work a priority. Christ even says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his way of doing things. And all these things will be added unto you. We need to make the Lord's house a priority and his work a priority. Hezekiah speaks to the priests and the Levites. Priests, people who speak the word, and Levites, people who lead in worship. Look at verse 5. He said to them, hear me, Levites. Hear me, refresh praise team. Consecrate yourselves. Now and consecrate the temple of the Lord, the God of your ancestors. Remove everything impure from the holy place. Reformers must live consecrated lives. I have a childhood friend today. Back in Tennessee, we went to high school together. Kim has to bring one. Stand up, Kim. Where's Kim? Stand up, Kim. Give God praise for her being here. She now lives in Birmingham. I told her what you're waiting for. This is the right church, the right man of God. Refreshes her church. She just don't know it yet. We're going to just believe that God's going to touch her heart. But in effect, watch this. When she, she, when we talked a couple weeks ago. When she, when she found out I was appointed executive pastor here, we kind of connected. We talked. And I told her about Apostle David. This is a true story. After I told her about him, she went out and started looking at his messages. Call me back. Hear what you told me. Michael, I can tell he lives a consecrated life. That's the first comments out of her mouth about our apostle and how he lives a consecrated life. When you live a consecrated life, you ain't got to promote it. It'll just show up. When you live a consecrated life, you ain't got to put it on Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat. It'll just simply show up. When people see you, they'll see Christ inside you. I said, God, make me so warm and apostle. When folks look at me, they'll see nothing but him inside of me. Say, consecrate yourself. 
Watch this. You ain't got to promote it. You know, just show up. Look at the opposite of a lack of consecration, verse number six. For our fathers were unfaithful. That means they acted and lived like God was not telling the truth. And they did what was evil in the sight of the Lord our God. Uh, strap your seatbelt on for a minute. Because I'm about to walk heavy right there, down through here. God says, I'm tired of my people coming to church on Sunday, confessing Jesus, believing like hell Monday through Saturday. Yeah, I said it. I'm going to say it again. Let's stop confessing Christ just on Sunday and make sure we confess him Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. On Sunday morning, we go over to our little spiritual closet and we want to dress up in Jesus, come up in the Lord's house, thank you, Lord, pray the Lord. And on Sunday afternoon, we put Christ back up on the shelf, start dropping like it's hot, doing all the kind of crazy stuff. God says, marry me and stay married or leave me alone. Glory to God. The Bible says that they abandoned him. They left him. They made everything else a priority. Not just abandoned him, but they turned their backs on him. If I were to stand here this morning and turn my back toward you, it's a sign of dishonor and a sign of disrespect. That's what a lot of folk do when it comes to serving God. God says, not only are folk disrespecting my order of the kingdom, son, but they're also disrespecting and not honoring my set times of my feast seasons and they are being disrespectful and dishonorable. It's because of this evil behavior that caused the glory of God to leave the house. But I thank God a real reformer will lead the people back to the Lord. That's why we have in prayer starting on tomorrow morning because we've got to get back to God. Hezekiah was used by the Lord as a great reformer. He brought order back to God, back order of God, back to the house of God. See, God has raised up Apostle Stephen Allen Davis to bring back kingdom order to the body of Christ, and also this apostolic order. So I said, Father, I told Prophet not another day. I said, I have no idea how I'm sitting on this platform behind this man of God. I said, why have you brought me into apostle's life? And why has apostle favored me and honored me to walk along beside him? Let me just help y'all for a minute. I am not just some little Johnny come lately. 
am not a novice. God prepared me, as I said this a couple weeks ago, in 2006, God began to teach me through another apostle about God's set time. And for 15 years, I've been carrying this revelation. And now God says, I'll hook you with this man who walks in capitalistic power and authority. And you have knowledge about my feast time and my set times. And when you put the two together, you'll be unstoppable. I've come to announce we are beginning to be unstoppable. Say neighbor, there's nothing that can stop you now. You're in the right church with the right man and under God's right time, you're unstoppable. Here's the last thing and I'm done. Here's the last thing I'm done. Watch this. Let me show you what happens. When there's a reformation of the feast of the Lord, for the sake of time, I'm going to paraphrase some things. But, but when you get home, read all the chapter 30 of 2 Chronicles. The Bible says, after Hezekiah led the reform to clean up the Lord's house, he instituted again Passover. Somebody say Passover. Verse 5 says, he spread the message throughout all Israel from Bathsheba to Dan to come to observe the Passover of the Lord, the God of Israel in Jerusalem, for they had not observed it as prescribed. Say as prescribed. It means to observe what was written. See, we need to observe these feasts of the Lord as prescribed according to what has been written in the word. Let's see if I can make this make sense this morning. How many of you have ever gone to the doctor before for some condition in your body wasn't, wasn't, your body wasn't functioning right and he gave you a prescription? And on that prescription are written instructions about how to take the medication. Oftentimes it might say, Take unto all gone. But we don't even follow those instructions. After two or three days, we get to feeling better and we stop taking the medication. And you're wondering why all of a sudden you start feeling bad again because you're not living by what has been prescribed. God says the church is not going to get the benefits of the feast of the Lord unless they start to live by what's been prescribed. You cannot receive biblical power if you don't practice biblical principles. And there are too many folk want to just tiptoe and have do things. God says, no, follow my set times forever because they are my feast and not the Jews. Watch, watch, watch this. God says, you're not going to get the benefit, son, of the feast seasons and the body of Christ if we don't observe and do what is written. But Hezekiah just didn't stop with Passover. 
but he led a reform for all of Israel to bring the proper offerings of the Sabbath, of the new moon, and of the appointed feast as written in the law of Moses. Look at the result of kingdom order. It began was just to bring offerings, bring their tithes and offerings associated with the three major feasts of the Lord, Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. And the Bible says they gather the offerings and the tithes in large piles. And the third month is when Pentecost takes place. And they kept giving until the seventh month, which is when Tabernacle takes place. And the Bible says there were large piles in the house. And Hezekiah came and brought an official, came to look at it and said, what are these? He said, this is what's left over. Because the folk got in line and started bringing to God what belongs to God. Say, neighbor, I see a time coming when a father steps in and looks at the piles. Where is this coming? I said, apostle, that's what's left over. Because the Lord has blessed his people. I'm talking to somebody. God says, when you come in line with these feast days and start bringing to God what belongs to him, you're going to see piles. If there are piles in God's house, there'll be piles in your house. Somebody say piles. Watch this. The Bible says, this is what was left over and this is the abundance. I now declare an apostolic declaration over this house. In 2022, when we come in line with all these seven feasts of the Lord, God says in 2022, all the debt on this church will be erased. I said it'll be gone by the end of September of 2022. I prophesy that Refresh Family Church will be debt free. And God says, when the house is debt free, it's coming to your house, your house, your house, your house, your house, your house. The neighbor is coming. The neighbor is coming. I said it's coming. I said it's coming. God says, son, this is not just, 2022 is not just a usual year. It's, all called, it's also called what's called a Shemitah year. 
which means it's the lowest release. I've come to declare a release over your house, over your bloodline, to the fifth generation. Everything that's been held up is being shaken loose right now in the name of Jesus. I said receive it. Everything the devil has stole is coming back. Coming back right now. Your wife can say that. Pastor prayed me the other night and spoke over me. And Pastor Yolanda said, I feel like temple. Yeah, I did. I feel like temple. I just went on out. But he spoke to my ear, Sister Juna. He said, For you, this is the year of recompense. That means all that the devil has taken from you. All the stuff your wife gone through, all the stuff you've gone through, you getting it back this year, son, with interest, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. Say, I receive it. I receive it. It's the Lord's release. I, I woke up this morning. room there's a picture back there it says an apostolic church and the territories that it possesses it has a picture of refresh and there's a sound apostolic sound coming from refresh that impacts this region and territories beyond in this morning around 3 o'clock, God woke me up and said, tell the folk one more time, there's a sound, an apostolic sound, here in Refresh, that's going to impact not just Centerport, but Tarrant, Mapleton, Tuscaloosa, Brent, wherever the sole of your feet tread. God says it's yours. We ain't come to take sides. We come to take over. We come to begin to move in apostolic authority and power and God's time. I always want to be in order, so asked the pastor yesterday. Some of you release your feet to tabernacle seed last Sunday. So maybe release it during the shift conference. But for anyone who has not released your tabernacle seed, come do it right now. He said it was proper and in order. Bring that seed and put it on the altar right now. Because you can't receive the benefit of this word if you're not compliant with the word. Come on. Everybody stand. Come on. If you ever release that seed, bring it now. 
I said, bring it now. I said, bring it. If you've got a bar, get it. Watch this. Come on, come on. I'm not going to stop. I want you everybody to come. Bring, bring it down and I can see it. Come on, come on, come on. Now, you, we're, about to, we're about to shout for real now. When I drop this last revelation, I'm done. This, come on. this is the last feast of this year. The next one will not be unto Passover 2022. Watch this. God says, son, when Israel obeyed God at this time, the harvest that they received was so large, it lasted them until Passover of the next year. I don't think you got that. I said, what's about to come to your house and your bloodline when you sow this seed today and what you sow last week will be so large. It's going to sustain you until March of 2022. If you receive that, somebody give a praise. I said, I shout. I shout with the voice of triumph. No more lack. Debt free. No more lack. Debt free. Abundance in my house. Abundance and refresh. Abundance in a father's life. Abundance. 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 I said abundance. We ain't there yet to praise him. Come watch this. Watch this. I can't, I can't stop yet because we ain't there yet. That, that's a sound that must match your expectation. There's a sound that must match your faith. One more time. If you believe in that you're about to receive the biggest harvest of your life, make a sound. Make a sound. Open up your mouth. Open up your mouth. Shout. I receive it. I receive it. I feel something about to push me. I feel something moving. God said it's time. Get on your feet. I receive it.
peace of the Lord, the peace of the Lord. Reformation is here. Restoration is here. Refresh Family Church. As we worship together, remember our five goals. Serving the needs of families. Reaching the lost. Equipping the saints. Reaching the nations. And transferring to generations. Refresh Family Church is more than a church. To find out more, visit our website at refreshfamily.church.